welcome to the Uno Mas podcast. This is your host, Whitney Kay. So for those of you that do not know, I have been in the network marketing and direct selling space for over 13 years. And with that time has come many, many mistakes and also many lessons learned. And that's exactly what I'm going to share with you today. I'm going to dive into seven of the biggest lessons I learned from the mistakes that I've made through my growth as a leader and building a great organization in the network marketing industry. And I hope that through this, you gain some tips. So hopefully you don't make the same mistakes I did. So if you've heard me speak before, then you've probably heard my story and I'm not going to go into all of that, but I will say that for eight years in this industry, I would say that I was successfully unsuccessful. And yes, some of it attributes to some of the mistakes that I'm going to be mentioning today, but then some of them were even learned after I hit what I would consider my success in the industry. And I'm still growing today as a leader and as a person in the space. It's a space that I absolutely love, an industry that I'm very, very passionate about. And it's something that's been a part of my life for a really long time. And I have gained so much from it along the way. But I've also learned a lot from the mistakes that I've made. And well, let's just get real with it. That's what we're here to talk about today. And, you know, it's not always easy to swallow the pill of admitting fault or admitting that you've made a mistake. But I think that if you are stepping into leadership, which is a whole nother topic in itself, in order to become an effective leader, you need to be able to humble yourself and be accepting of the mistakes that you've made so you can learn from them and hopefully not repeat them again. However, that's not always the case. So one of the first mistakes that I believe I made as a leader, um, would be that I started a team page or a team group too soon. Now, the reason I say that is because when you've been brought into your company and you you're, you've signed up, you're ready to build a business, you have a sponsor and you have somebody that has already started paving the path before you, whether they are a good sponsor to you or not. Let's say they're not most likely there's someone above them and someone above them that has already paved the way and has gone through the trenches ahead of you. And it's my recommendation that you don't, you know, jump the gun too early and you don't start your own group and your own page too early because some things can kind of happen. Number one, you're probably not going to receive the same amount of interaction that you might see your sponsor's group page receiving. You're also 
probably not going to have the same amount of value and content to pour into your group and page, which ultimately is the same case whenever you decide to start it, but you're just not seasoned enough. And as somebody that is very, very familiar with the social media world and as a graphic designer I thought hey you know like this is my this is my jam I can totally start a page I'm ready I know what I'm doing I can start a group no problem people are going to jump in I know how to do all the things it's going to you know get kicked off and it's going to be great and it was but the problem is is I felt like I was spending more time trying to make the group the page the community, exactly that, a community. And when you're building a community, it takes time. It takes daily consistent effort. You have to go live. You have to make posts. You have to add value. You got to make sure that your entire team is getting all the updates and all the things where all the other groups they were already a part of or could be a part of are doing the same thing. So when I could be spending time building my business, I was now wasting time trying to duplicate a group or a page that has already been done before me. Now, do you want to create one when you hit a leadership rank or some top level in your company? Absolutely. That's when you can build a team page and be like, hey, you guys, we've built this awesome organization together as a team, let's celebrate and get in our own community and do our own thing and our own group and blah, 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 blah. That is great. But until then, if you're not in the top of your company and you're still climbing up from like the bottom and now you're even in the middle, I still don't even recommend it. Even when you're in the middle, wait until you get to the top or near the top to start your team page and really focus your time and efforts into building a team, which is ultimately why you're here in the first place. You're not here to build a group and make sure that everybody's interacting on social media. That will come. The second thing that I felt like I have really learned through my mistakes is that I was teaching and not leading. Now, as a leader, do you need to also be a teacher? Yes. However, you can be a little bit heavy on the teaching and not so heavy on the leading, and that is what I'm talking about. For example, I feel, and this is kind of like two mistakes in one, I feel like I was answering questions and not directing my downline to the answer. How many times do we get our downline members in our team coming to us, asking us questions like, Hey, is this a part of the sale? Or, Hey, is this in our policies and procedures? Or, Hey, does this do this? Or does this do that? And you know, as well as I do that more than likely the answer to the question is already out there. You found it. You've gotten the answer already because you're about to turn around and give somebody else the answer. Instead of doing that, point them to where they can find the answer. Why is this important? It's important because you're encouraging self-sufficiency with your downline team members. Okay. You're encouraging leadership. People need to understand 
where to find the answers to their own questions. Why? So that when they're asked those same questions from their downline, they too will also be able to show their downline places and resources that they can go visit to access the same answers to the same questions being asked. Also, people duplicate leaders, right? So if you're spending more time, or let's just say you're answering every question that comes your way, and then that downline team member has another downline team member below them asking them the question, do you think that they're going to mimic exactly what you just did? And you're, you're going to end up causing a bigger problem in the long run. Yeah, more likely than not. And that's exactly what I did. I felt that I was creating more people that were relying on me rather than more people that were relying on themselves. And ultimately, even though we're in business by ourselves, or wait a second, that's not right. We're in business for ourselves. We're just never by ourselves. So people that are in business for themselves need to be able to find their own answers to their questions. You as a leader are supposed to direct them and lead them to where they can find the answers to those questions. The third, well, let's say fourth, because that was kind of two in one. The fourth thing, and this is, this is one that's kind of hard to admit. It actually is because I've never outwardly said this. I don't think, but I was leader selfish. What does that mean? That means that I felt that I could lead my team the best out of anybody and everybody out there. Well, there's a problem with that. I thought that, and I wasn't even at the top of my compensation plan. Have you thought that? Are you at the top of your compensation plan? Even if you are at the top of your compensation plan, who says you're the best of the best? Clearly, there's more people out there making more money than me, and there's definitely more people out there making more money than you, and there's definitely more people out there making more money than them. So there's always going to be another leader, somebody more knowledgeable, somebody more skillful, somebody more wealthy, whatever it is, people need to be able to connect with their style of leader. And the hardest pill to swallow of that was the fact that I wasn't everybody's leader. Now, I was their leader as far as in the upline world, yes. In the organizational structure, yes. However, I was not relatable to everybody. Not everybody in my organization liked me. And sometimes, well, I don't want to say all the time, but I would think all the time, you're not going to be able to be everybody's everybody. (laughs) So you as a leader need to be okay 
encouraging your downline to find leadership elsewhere. That doesn't mean that they have to leave your organization. That doesn't mean that they can't contribute to your paycheck. That doesn't mean that they can't be in your team page when you have one or in all your team chats or your team gatherings. This just means if they're not connecting with your style of leadership, You need to encourage other places that you think they could benefit from finding leadership that will elevate their performance, their paycheck, and their production. And this was a huge mistake I made, you guys. I thought I was the best leader that my team could have. I did all the things. I went above and beyond. We're going to get to another mistake here in a minute, which tells you that I didn't go above and beyond. (laughs) But I just thought I was, you know, the ish. And that my team, if they didn't find me as a great leader... I was like, fine, be gone. Bye. And honestly, that was just really egotistical of me. It was selfish. And I kind of can't believe that I did that. And this leads me into another mistake that I feel like I really made as a leader. And that was not recognizing those small wins. You guys, I, I wasn't recognizing the bold action that somebody would take that to me wouldn't seem like such a bold action. It would almost seem like common sense to me. And I don't mean for that to come off in a really rude way, but something I was, let's just say more comfortable doing was not always comfortable for somebody else. So I needed as a leader to recognize that to appreciate that, to acknowledge that in somebody in my team that was making that step forward. Even if that step to me and my business wasn't that big, to them it was, and to them it mattered, which means as a leader, it should matter to me. So now today I try to acknowledge those small steps taken because they're not small steps taken to somebody. They're huge steps for somebody. And that means they should be huge acknowledgements and huge ways of appreciation from my end as a leader. And then not giving my own personal touch on leadership. And when I, when I say that, what I mean is, are you a leader that's sending little gifts here and there, sending handwritten cards to your downline leaders or even your entire organization customers included? Are you just somebody that is dictating and pointing the finger and telling people what to do and where to do it and how to do it and when to do it and all the things but you're actually not really showing up. You're not showing gratitude. You're not showing appreciation. And yes, it is acknowledging those steps and those actions that your team members are making, but it also means stepping out and 
writing handwritten cards, giving little gifts of appreciation. And you guys, you don't have to spend buku bucks, okay? It doesn't take much to just say thank you, okay? You can get really creative and you can even partner with friends, family members, maybe that create things or are really good with crafts. Like, Think outside the box. There's all these different ways that you can just show your gratitude and appreciation to your team. And this was something I just, I wasn't doing enough of. And there's times that I look back and I really, I want to like kick myself, but at the same time, I can't do that because with every mistake is a lesson learned, right? So instead of just kicking myself, there's, there's a part of me though, that just wishes I would have recognized what I wasn't doing sooner, you know? Would it have made, you know, the hardships that I've gone through throughout my career in this industry any different? Maybe, maybe not, but it's not something I'm going to dwell on. It's just something that I can recognize and change moving forward. And then the next thing, which was probably the biggest lesson I ever learned in my entire career that stays with me to this day and will never change is I relied too heavily on the leaders that I had developed from the start. What happens when you build out leaders? Life happens. And when you hear, or if you haven't heard, hopefully you will hear, or maybe this is the first time you'll hear it. The people that got you to a certain rank will not be the same people that get you to that next rank. And that next rank, the people that got you there will not be the same people that get you to the top of your compensation plan. Life happens. If you are relying on what you've already built and you think that, oh, you don't need to continuously keep going out there to grow your own organization yourself by bringing more people in and sharing the opportunity with more and more people and helping them change their lives and mentoring and leading them to do the same thing that you've already done with these previous leaders, then your team could crumble and fall apart overnight. Mine did. And it was the biggest lesson I've ever learned. And it was the hardest and most humbling thing I have ever experienced because when you hit a leadership rank and then your team falls apart and you lose that rank, that's a really humbling experience. Very, very humbling. So one thing I'm going to always encourage you to do is to always and continuously grow your business, grow your team. If you think that at any point in time, you can just sit back and collect a paycheck off of what you've helped develop in the leaders you've mentored below you, you are sadly mistaken. It takes you 
being present in your business and doing the do every single day and showing face and the speed of the leader is the speed of the team, y'all. It's true. It's so true. You can't sit here and point fingers and tell people to do something that you're not actively doing yourself. Okay. Especially in this industry. Plus it keeps you fresh and on your feet, right? So, oh, I can't stress that enough. That was, that was just, that was, that was earth rattling for me. It really, really was. So make sure you are always growing your business because you never want to get complacent. You never want to get comfortable. You never want to fully rely on what you already have because life can happen for them. They could step away from their business. They might have to step away from their business and then they're gone. And if they decide to leave and God forbid their team decides to go with them. You know, you have lost a huge chunk of your business and now what? You can't get mad at them, even though that's what you want to do. You want to point the finger at them and be like, well, why would you do this? How could you do this? How could you hurt me? My, my, my organization is now all crumbled mess, all a crumbled mess because you, you, you did this. No, you as a leader failed to keep building. And if you never relied on them in the first place, them leaving should have never affected the production and the growth of your organization. Let's say it for what it is. Now, can you get back? Yep, you absolutely can. It's something that I have been doing for over, I want to say a year and a half now. I've had to rebuild what went down in a flaming pile of crumbled, jumbled, mess. (laughs) I don't even know what I want to call it, but we're just going to call it that. So my hope for you is that you take these biggest mistakes that I've learned so far, because I know I'm going to learn more along the way, but these were some of my biggest lessons learned. And I hope that you don't make the same ones because you heard this today. Hey friends, thanks for taking the time today to jump on in and listen to the Uno Mas podcast. How can you help support us moving forward? Leave us a review. Let us know how you're liking it. And then if you're on Instagram and Facebook, like most of us are, go ahead and tag us, share in your stories, invite your friends, and we look forward to Uno Mas podcast next week.